Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Everything But Niche. Okay, so um, a lot has happened since the last episode because uh, like, I don't know if I told you guys, but I work a lot with the moon, right? So like I have, I think like five tattoos of the moon on my body and I'm going to get more for sure. But I work a lot with the moon and every full moon I do uh, like a release. Well, not every, like sometimes I don't do it, but er- like... Whenever, whenever I do full moon rituals, and I'll, I'll tell you guys what I do during my full moon rituals, but like whenever I do do full moon rituals, it happens within like 24 hours. The release that I need is activated within 24 hours. And when I do new moon uh, rituals as well, same thing. It just, there's so much power that comes from the moon. And like the love that I have for the moon is um, because of that, because I just connect to it so much. And the rituals that I do with it and the the power that it gives me is just absolutely insane. So uh, the last full moon, I think it was, uh, when was it? Hold on, let me check. Let me check. I have it like in my schedule all the time. It's like full moon ritual. It was the first week of June, I think, or the last week. I don't remember. I don't have it in my schedule this time around. But um I think it was the last the last week of June of uh, May to the first week of May. Oh yeah, May f- uh, June first, fourth. Sorry. So June fourth. Um, so yeah, I so I did like you can do up to three days before and three days after, right? And I always kind of like do the whole week. I kind of take in that energy of the full moon and I start releasing what I need to release slowly, slowly. So it was on a Sunday, and me starting like Monday, even the Sunday before, I started releasing stuff. I started writing down stuff, doing a lot of shadow work, um, and you're gonna feel it when you have like the full moon coming you're going to feel that your emotions are heightened and you're going to see a lot of triggers coming out because the full moon keep in mind it's it's there to magnify what you need to release the full moon is like it affects each and every single one of us and it affects us differently but since a full moon is about uh releasing and it's about ridding yourself of things that no longer uh work with you uh like during uh, i don't remember what it's called it's not waxing and waning like i always have a hard time with that but when the moon is becoming is going towards the full moon right um so as it gets fuller and fuller the emotions are heightened and what you need to get rid of and the triggers that you need to get rid of need are are heightened so like there might be issues with your partners or in your relationships uh there might be issues somewhere like either at your job uh with your family with so there's might be problems that come up to kind of like sh- shine light on what you need to release and um if you understand that and if you you understand that okay it's a full moon coming all the problems that are coming before the full moon as the moon is becoming fuller is just for me to uh realize what i need to release if you understand that and you kind of like put put it under that perspective every problem that comes prior to the full moon and a few days after the full moon are taken with a grain of salt because they're not you're not going to take them as personally and you're going to look at them uh feeling less attacked uh from the person that the problem is coming from or, or where the drama is coming from because you're going to take a look at it with an introspection at the same time we're going to be like okay so this is happening what is this teaching me what trigger is this uh shining a light on so how do I feel during this situation? Is it my abandonment wounds, my fear of rejection, my attachment styles? What like what do I need to take care of my boundaries? So like what is happening right now that I need to do differently 
or that triggers me in a certain way that forces me to take action in a different way that I did than I did before. This does require a lot of awareness and detachment. I made a video about detachment um, in my podcast, so you guys can take a look at it on all listening platforms. But um, it does require a lot of detachment from the person, from the situation, and from self, and a lot of awareness from self as well, in order to, to like look at these situations like that. Because when you have your your emotions heightened and you feel emotional, whether that emotion is anger, fear, sadness, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, whatever emotion, being able to kind of like flip and take a step back and look at the situation from an objective point of view and taking a step back and looking at it from a stranger's point of view is not easy. You need to practice it. So it's not going to happen right away. The first full moon, you might feel like your emotions are heightened and uh, then you're going to feel like out of control. And then you're going to, you, you might feel guilty because you, you didn't do the things that you needed to do in order to uh, learn from that situation the way that you wanted to. But Take it step by step, one thing at a time. So the first full moon, again, it might be a little bit more heightened. It's okay. You're bringing awareness to it. And then slowly, slowly, you're going to start being more aware and more detached during the full moon and during the new moon. Because right away, like when when you know that, like that's one of the first steps, when you know that the full moon is coming, you know, okay, every single emotion that's there, you need to take a look at it from full moon perspective. Always. So that's that's the first step. First step in being aware is knowing when the full moon is and knowing and being able to react to the emotions that are um, that come before and after the full moon from an objective uh, objective point of view. And um, once you start doing that, like during the full moon, what I like to do is uh, to start doing like a lot of journaling and a lot of shadow work. So whenever I feel like my emotions are heightened or whenever I feel like things are just feeling very out of control, out of my control. Whenever I feel that that happens, um, I start journaling a lot. So I start writing. Either I start like talking to my best friend and writing more about, to her, or I start doing a little bit more TikToks, or I start writing. I start like really kind of like letting my energy and letting my emotions transfer into create creative work. Um, so writing can help a lot because you're able to uh, kind of like let your hand write by itself and you you come with realizations from that. Uh, if you have like a friend that you can talk to and that lets you vent and kind of like just word vomit about certain things, do it. It's going to help you realize a few things or maybe even therapy, whatever it is that works for you that, that lets you kind of analyze and look at really all the emotions that you have in all the situations from an awareness perspective and from a healing perspective. So what I mean by that is, for example, like I had a situation with with a certain person during the full moon that really triggered my uh, fear of abandonment and that really triggered my my self-esteem, my self-love and uh, my boundaries. So there was a lot going on. And like the first emotion that came was um, running away. And uh, running away from me, it was like, okay, I have to run away from this emotion as fast as possible, whether that that is from addictions, from food, from uh, fitness, whatever it was, like literally running away from from myself here, like the physical, uh, I needed to run away from that emotion. So right away, like I felt the emotions that I needed to feel. And again, like when you're emotional, don't be too hard on yourself. Like it's not easy to go from emotional to uh, objective and detached right away. You you have, there's a moment where you're going to feel your emotions and where you're going to feel like your emotions are out of control. That's a very normal. So I felt the emotions that, that I had to go through. But again, when you're more aware and more detached, that feeling of emotions lasts a little less long than before. So like before I was more, before, before I was aware 
I'm doing this podcast in the office and there's like noises and I'm alone in the office. So anyways, if you hear me screaming and I'm not posting this podcast, (laughs) it's because a ghost killed me. Anyways. Okay. So back to business. Um, so yeah, so like when, um, before I was aware, before I was detached and everything, like I would run through my emotions and it would take me literally like a week to two weeks to get out of that emotional state because I was constantly attaching myself to that emotion and to that situation. But now that I'm more aware, I have like my 15 minute cry, my 15 minute, uh, burst of emotions. Um, like I have my moment and then after that I snap out of it. Like I cry, I do whatever I need to do. I go to the extreme sometimes, but you know what? Like that's my way of dealing with things right now. And um, after that, I snap out of it and I start looking at it and be like, okay, so this happened. It made me feel this way. What is this trying to teach me? How can I learn from it so that it never happens again? And I detach myself completely from the person or from the situation. The person does not matter. The situation does not matter. So like if I detach myself completely from that person, I still hold love for that person. I still hold love for that situation, for that moment. I still hold space for that person to exist in my reality. But instead of attaching myself to it and to my perception of the person and to my expectation of the person or to um, like the, the need or the want that I want from that person, instead of attaching myself to that or from the situation, I detach completely and I just bring in the focus to myself. I turn that emotion inward and instead of giving them my energy or giving that situation my energy, I give myself the energy. I give myself the strength to keep going because people are going to come and go. Situations are going to come and go. And even family members, like you, you often think that like, oh, like I, I have to stick by my family members forever. And like, um, in order for me, like to, to be a good person, I have to have unconditional love for them. And yes, you do. Unconditional love is always key. You need to have unconditional love for every single person, but unconditional love does not mean attachment. Unconditional love does not mean dependency. Unconditional love does not mean no boundaries. Unconditional love does not mean that everything that they say is right. That's not unconditional love. That's losing your sense of self for someone else, whether that is family, friend, boyfriend, fiance, whatever it is, spouse. If you lose your sense of self, if during every single trigger you think about them instead of yourself, this is not a healthy relationship. This is not unconditional love because unconditional love allows for both people to to hold space and to be themselves. That's unconditional love. And Again, like during the full moon, there's a lot of emotions that come up and there might be um, fights that you have with your partner or fights that you have with, with uh, your friends and family, with your with coworkers, whatever it is. There might be things that come up that trigger you in a certain way instead of pointing the finger at the other person, which again, you're losing your sense of self because you're losing like you're losing that sense of you being a being and you're focusing solely on the other person and be like, okay, they're the problem they're this, they're that, they made me do this, they're a bad person, they're, so like you're pointing the finger outwards, whereas if you take back control of your emotions and kind of like detach from the other person and bring it inwards, you're going to be able to look at it inwards and be like, okay, my energy, I'm the main character, they're not the main character, if you're making them the main, main character in your life, and every single situation that comes up, you're blaming them, you're making them the main character, you're making them the main person in your reality, that does not work, you're the main character. So everything that happens to you is not to you, but it's for you. 
So you have to start looking at it like that. And especially, like I said, during the full moon, you got to start journaling, you got to start writing, you got to start looking at things that are heightened and emotions that are heightened in a certain way that it helps you. So what, whenever you fight with a certain person or whenever there's problems that come up, instead of being like, oh, it's because of this, because of that, because of that, and pointing the finger outward where you're losing your energy, losing your sense of self again, point it, point it inwards. How is this trying to help me? What can I do with this information? What information is being given to me to be able to go towards my path? Because full moons are there to release any blockages, anything that's keeping you from reaching your highest potential. And if you're on that spiritual journey, you have a path, you have a purpose that's being open to you. Someone who's conscious cannot stop the consciousness. You cannot stop the spiritual journey just because you decide one day that, fuck it, I don't want to be conscious anymore. I don't want to be aware. I don't want to be woke. I don't want, I don't want any of it. Do you know how many times I've begged my spirit guides to take me out of the spiritual journey? Do you know how many times I fight with the universe literally because I don't want any part of it because it's so hard sometimes, but you can't, you can't be out of it. You have to, you have to take charge and you have to do the work and you have to be okay with doing the work. Like it's not, it's not like an easy thing and I get it and I understand it. And when you have like those moments where you're going through your emotions and you're like, fuck, like if I wasn't conscious, I wouldn't have to, to deal with all those emotions and I wouldn't have to, um, to take these emotions and do something with them. Like there are so many people who are unconscious and like, they don't give a shit. They go through the emotions and they don't care. They don't even know that there's a full moon or that a full moon affects them. Yeah, you're right. But you're not them. Again, you're the main character. You're the main character in your reality, in your life. And what you're doing is for a greater purpose. So everything I'm telling you now from this point, when you start, like when you, you start being aware and like you, you look at your calendar and you're like, okay, I know that there's a full moon, be ready for things to be released and welcome the release. So if you're crying, instead of being of, of, uh, victimizing yourself and being like, okay, fuck, like, why am I crying? Allow the crying to happen. Allow the emotions to run through and be like, okay, thank you for releasing me of whatever you're releasing me of. You don't, you don't even need to know. Just cry, let it out and be like, okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for the release. I don't know what the release is yet, but thank you. Thank you for the release. Thank you for, for releasing me of whatever is, is uh, hindering my progress or hindering my purpose or my path. And you're going to see that the universe is going to start giving you um, more and more opportunity to release. And slowly, slowly the release the releasing is not going to be as intense because it's just going to be a quick five minute, five minute cry. And then you're good. No fights, nothing. Cause you're going to be so detached and you're going to be so full of love that every single trigger that's going to come or every single problem that's going to come in your life, you're going to sweep it off. Cause you're like, Oh, this happened. Like, for example, you get a ticket. Fuck. I got a ticket. Damn. Okay. That's okay. It's giving me an opportunity to release whatever money blockage I have. All right. Thank you. Thank you universe. And you move forward. And you might not even know that you have money blockages. But you're taking it like that and you're creating that Delulu, yes, but you're creating that Delulu reality. And law of assumption, it's a law. You cannot go against it. A law exists. The law itself exists. Law of attraction, law of assumption. It's an actual human law that we created in this reality and that exists in this reality. So if you assume something, the universe is going to give it to you. So if you assume that receiving a ticket or receiving something that you have to spend money for is allowing you to remove any money blockages and bringing you closer to your wealth guess what the universe is what is exactly doing that for you because again you're the main character baby you're the main character you got this 
So you have to start thinking like that and you have to start looking at situations like that. And um, for the full moon ritual, again, so like to, to go back to the, the whole full moon, um, what I like to do during a full moon, like I said, is to shadow, uh, do a lot of shadow work, do a lot of introspection, detach myself completely and being very aware of my surroundings and of what's happening with introspection. And uh, at the same time, like three days before and three days after, one of, one of the two, I try to light a candle because I work a lot with fire. So each person has uh, kind of like an element that they work best with. I believe that astrologically speaking, if you have um, a certain um, element, go with that element. So for example, water signs, it's more with water, air signs with air. So smoke, so it can be candles as well. That works as well. Or purifying. So like saging, uh, earth, it could be with the ground, staying, staying in nature, working with plants, working with, um, uh, basil. I don't know why I have basil leaves in my head, but working a lot with nature and, uh, stones, crystals and fire signs with candles, fire, um, and things like that. So like, for me, I'm a fire sign, I'm a Leo, but I also have my rising in air and my um, moon in uh, earth. So like, I like to work with crystals and I like to work with candles, but saging also helps. So like I have a little bit of, of all and my chart is very balanced. So there's some people who are more fire signs, so they're going to really connect just with fire. Uh, so look at your whole chart, look at your your uh, big three and your main um, main signs and try to see like, which one connects more with you. And again, so like for me, it's really the, the fire element and uh, crystals that work a lot with me. So whenever I feel out of alignment, I, I put my, my crystals on my chakras and I just work with them or I hold the crystal and I feel its energy. Um, I can talk more about that later. But uh, yeah, or I work with candles. Candles work wonders for me because fire as well is very fast. So if you want fast movement, fast moving energy, fast moving releases, for me personally, candles work the best. So I light a fire, I light a candle, I write a letter. Um, so yeah, sorry. So I sage my, my space. I um, ask for my spirit guides to come next to me and to protect me during this, uh, this process and during this ritual. And I start writing of what I want to release. Sometimes I don't know what I want to release, but I know that something needs to be released. And you're going to feel it in your gut. You're going to feel like something needs to come out of you. But you might not know what it is right? So uh, when that happens, when you don't know what needs to be released, but you know that you have to release something, simply write a letter to the universe thanking it for uh, helping you release whatever is blocking you from your path and to make it clear what you need to release. So you simply write a letter to them and you're, you thank them for everything and you thank them for the support, you thank them for the ease and um, uh, peace that it brings you after you're releasing it. You write that letter, you light a candle, you can uh, put oil around the candle, uh, you can put some uh, lavender, you can put some basil leaves as well, you can put um, whatever like whatever you feel that works. I like to put cloves for protection, cinnamon for fast movement, uh, lavender for peace, because sometimes the universe got jokes, and if you don't tell them that you want it easy and smooth, it just kind of like brings you a tower moment, so I like to put lavender a little bit, sugar too as well, salt for protection, uh, basil leaves, I like to burn them to kind of like, uh, power on the manifestation of releasing and, um, oil I put around it just to like, to, to make it more, not stern, strong, I guess. Cause like I see oil, uh, like when I use, when I do candle work, I see oil really as something like being put together. 
So like for me, when I do like the, the little ritual, I put oil around the candle to kind of like fortify the, the intention of releasing. And I burn the candle and I let it burn. Uh, usually I like to burn it overnight. I know a lot of people, they say like three days, seven days, but a girl's impatient. Okay. I'm very, very impatient. I need things to happen quickly <laughs> and boy, do they happen quickly. And sometimes I forget uh, that I asked for that. But um, yeah, so if you want it to happen very, very quickly, do it like let it burn all night. And yes, I do sleep with my candle on. I know it's very um, uh, dangerous. I don't care. This is what I do. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I do that and then I let it burn throughout the night. And then after that, I let just like the, the ending of it kind of stay there. I let it stay there for a good seven days to 10 days. I don't throw it away yet. I just stay there. And whenever I pass it when I'm home, I'm like, thank you. I just say thank you. I just speak to it. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I swear to God, every time I do that, things happen within 24 hours. 24 hours. I'm not even joking. I've asked to release certain things with this exact method. And 24 hours after, the universe releases it for me or brings it to light. So, and that's where, like, after this, you kind of have to, to take a look at everything from that candle's perspective. So if there's someone that leaves your life or if there's a tower moment that happens in your life within a week of you burning that candle, you have to start thinking, okay, like, I really needed to release that. I needed to release that person. I needed to release that attachment. I needed to release that emotion. I needed to release that blockage. I needed to release this, 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 and that. So you really have to start looking at it like that in order for you to um, be okay with what's co what's coming from it. Because again, like I said, it happens quickly and it happens very intensely. The full moon is a full moon. It's a full, full on energy. <laughs> it's there to help you release and it's going to make sure that you release it. So be ready for that and be thankful for it as well. So like any emotion that comes up after that, uh, welcome it. And keep journaling, keep doing introspection and start like acting like you're the main character. And you're going to see that the universe is going to is going to rebrand you and it's going to help you to kind of like reach your highest potential, your full potential and your peak potential um, through these rituals. Just again, be ready. I'm telling you guys, this is what I do. I know the consequences that come from it. I'm not always ready for the consequences that come from it. But if you're ready and you go in knowing fully that, listen, all these things can happen, bad and good can happen. I'm not telling you that this is like a magic spell and whatever, and that after that, your whole life is going to be good. Oh yeah, there, I missed one step actually. You have to burn the letter. So I take the letter and I burn it with the candle that's burning. And I let like the, um, how do you say that? Not the shadow, the... Oh my God, I have... Um... In French, it's cendre. That's the thing when you speak more than one language. Like, you know it in one language, but you don't know it in the other one. The remainders, the remainders of, of uh, when you're burning paper. You guys know what I'm talking about. Fuck! What is it? Hold on, let me take a look. Sombre in English. Ashes! There you go. You see, I had it. So, ashes. <laughs> so, and leave the ashes around the candle. So, burn the letter and leave the ashes. Again, I am telling you guys this. Don't come at me. I am not liable for anything that happens in your life if you're doing this. Don't come at me. I'm, I'm not taking responsibility because tower moments will happen. And you have to be ready for it. And you have to be thankful for it. And you have to, to welcome it in. 
I'm just giving you guys, you guys do whatever you want. This is, this is not advice. This is not, I'm, cause I don't want, I don't, I don't need to be sued right now. So like I'm, I'm fully removing myself from any responsibility that you guys uh, want to put on me for this. This is not my responsibility. I'm telling you guys what I do for me, for myself. This is for me. If you guys want to do it, that's on you. All right. Just be ready for your life to change. That's all I'm saying. So uh, that's that for the full moon ritual and for my little rambling on this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, I post a lot more on TikTok. So go follow me, maybe Aaliyah1 with the, the number one or uh, Instagram, Sarah Anton, uh, S-A-R-A-A-H-A-N-T-O-N. I'm really pissed, by the way. I've like just small little rant. So two weeks ago, I got my blue check. Yay. So I like, I've been trying to get my blue check for two years and I kept like always asking and asking and asking. And I'm like, bro, like, with all the businesses that I have and like everything that I'm doing, like I should, I should have a blue fucking check. And uh, two weeks ago, I got my blue check. I was so happy. <sighs> Tell me why everybody now has a blue check. Cause they're, they have like the paying, the paying option of it. And now everybody has a blue check and I'm looking through my things and I'm like, I literally want to remove my blue check. I want to remove it. Cause I'm like, it's not special anymore. I fought for it for two years and now everybody has it. Cause they're paying for it. I'm not special anymore. I'm a Leo. I need to feel special. Anyways, that's my little rant too. So uh, thank you for coming to my podcast episode. Thank you for listening as always. Love you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode.